Previously on Adventures in Questing. Some memories are hard to revisit. You see a brass dragonborn. She doesn't have an eight-pointed star tattooed on her hand yet, but you recognize Valoria. Uh, you see all these different dragonborn are being outfitted for war, and you can see burning village after burning village, and you can watch Valoria start to look more and more tired and distraught. And then she takes a spear through the chest. Ugh. You vaguely hear in your head, who would wish to forsake the gift? There are only eight people standing. The eight that you have seen, you hear in your head, find each other. I just feel like I've seen something that, that so few people get to see. Are you guys freaking out? That's get into this sapphire. You guys are standing in a town and you guys get a brief moment to kind of take you in your surroundings before you just hear a horrible scream and this horrifying monster. And you see Micah Stout, who is zooming over the ground, just flying. You see the eight, you see the Eternals standing around, kind of like a divot in the ground where this like black mush and smoke is slowly starting to like dissipate and, and fade away. Amadi just goes, um, job well done, Eternals. That's some teamwork shit. Wow. I really liked how the one was pooping around. I want to know how to do that. Tippy? Oh, wow. Yeah, she's so cool. Oh, man. Oh, those little cute pink puffs of smoke. I really like that. It was a nice touch. <laughs> oh, wow. We have so much to tell the gang. <laughs> I mean, what a cool band of buddies, you know? <laughs> I hope Thank we're that buddies. powerful one day. Band. Buddies. What I wanted to see and what I'm so curious about is like what tore them apart, you know? I mean, they're so tight, like the way that they work together. Obviously, several of them are like in relationships. That's what I, I saw anyway. Oh my goodness, I, I ship that. I ship that so hard. And- What is shipping? Shipping is is like when you, <laughs> when you really, you know, you want the them to be together and work out. You like are really supportive. Like, like it's stronger? No, like, like, you hope that they're together forever and happy. I ship all of us? Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I ship Raps Reds pretty hard. <laughs> but also, that was so sweet and cool to see to see all of them working together so well, and they just know each other's strengths. And also, Burke is one cool cat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Sorry, I'll stop. How's everybody else feeling? That was a lot. I, I wonder why that memory in particular over I'm sure so many where they've done just that. I wonder if that's like the last one or the first one, you know, that is a really good question. I, I'm also very curious what happened, why they split up. What was it that last time that happened? I'm guessing that they have seen a lot. So I can only assume that it was probably something that maybe a lot of people got hurt or something, something that changed their mind drastically. Well, Amadi feels bad enough about it that he literally locked himself in jail. Yeah. You know, it's had to be pretty bad. If Valoria was at the Abia, you know, she's around. Mm. These are hers. These are clearly hers. I hope she's not too mad that we took them. And watched it 
much yeah. true memories. We didn't know. I mean, and at the time, we hadn't met anybody from the group. And, and I would say our ideals probably align with the, with the Eternals. We're both fighting for good things. What are we fighting for? Well, that's a great question. I think, <laughs> I mean, I think that we all kind of have our own things going on right now. But at the end of the day, Pims had a dream and that something bad was coming and we needed to get them together. And, and that's kind of what I've been thinking about a lot. So we are fighting to get them together? When I say fighting, I just mean like our, our goal right now. I mean, we're kind of discovering what it is along the way, but I think that that was a pretty important thing. Pim said he doesn't dream very much and, and that was really important. And when he's shared it with the Eternals that we have connected with, it's impacted them. And I think that that's really important, but everybody has their own thing that they're working for right now, so. I would just like some more honey. I'm not quite sure. Well, fair enough. <laughs> what we do with fights. I'm very confused. So when we fought those big, scary, the fire person and the and the air thingy, that was about fighting for them. No. That um, was I just to think you're people. taking what I said and getting really specific <laughs> with it. Um, you can fight for multiple things at once, and all I'm saying is we're really trying to. I mean, if you look at what we've been doing in the past however long, we could trace it all the way back to Landlock. And all we've been trying to do since Landlock was taken, was was destroyed, is try to figure out what happened there and why. And that's propelled us along our journey to where we are right now. And, and, and a big thing that we're working toward right now, I felt and I thought, but I could be wrong, is trying to get these guys together because something bad seems to be on the horizon. And along the way, we're learning all this cool new stuff about all of them. Yeah, yeah very cool. Did you see the way Sierra fought with the elementals and then you saw the way she fought in this memory? Oh, She's God. just incredible. Cool. And <laughs> Burke's cool. You liked Burke? I love Burke. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know. Are we getting them together to help fight the, the scary people that we, with the, um, the stuff we found in the room that exploded? Uh, we don't know. Um, Do you think they would help us with that? I mean, I'm sure they would. We uh, don't really know. I don't think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, we don't really know exactly how that connects with everything else. But um, it's obviously, like, not good. That's what my feeling was. That you gotta find those people eyes. again. What people? The people with Nadia. Oh man, yeah, the Ornithi yeah. Um, members. I, I have their names in my brain somewhere, but... Kingfisher and Toei. Thank you. Kingfisher yeah. and Toei, yeah. yeah. They seemed good, but I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with that info. They seem very trustworthy, and then they just left, so... Yeah, we should find them. <laughs> yeah. Pim? You wanted to go and investigate the uh, Quran? Yeah. And Raiden? I think Raiden is very caught up in the Caleb stuff still. Okay. I don't think he's completely out of that yet. Uh, so I think he would spend his time just drinking, like day drinking, just like trying to forget. So you go to just a bar and just start uh, drinking? Yeah, I would go to a bar and then I think, I think he would just like go like into some water somewhere and just like float. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you go and get a moderate buzz going <coughs> and then just go and float in like an inlet of this massive river. Yeah. Uh, and eventually I want to go to the magic store. Okay, <laughs> we'll do a, we'll do kind of a convo like when you all come yeah, back yeah, together, we'll do that. Okay. Pim, you head to the Quran. Um, <laughs> you walk up, it's it's surrounded in that kind of velvet indigo tape. There are guards all over. Um, it looks really like a burnt out shell. The, the fire has been put out. There's people kind of walking past with a little bit of trepidation. You've noticed the same thing that everyone else has, that it's just a quieter day in the city. Everyone seems to be staying inside. Yeah, what do you what do you want to do? Um, what does it look like now? 
Does it look like I can go inside? From what it looks like, it looks like they are keeping people from going inside to, like, keep them from, like, tampering with stuff. Mm. Hmm. I don't know. I guess since I can't go inside, look and see if there's any... Anything interesting that I didn't notice last night around the perimeter? Maybe any... I don't know. Thing on the building, outside the building? Make a, make a perception check. 17. 17. Um, you kind of start walking around the perimeter, just kind of keeping an eye out, staying, not crossing the, the line. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like looking around. There's nothing that you're noticing that you didn't notice last time. Because mm-hmm. as far as you can tell, this was just an innocuous, beautiful building that was the target of some level of attack. You're just kind of noticing. You do notice the windows that were broken because people were trying to escape. And, and kind of going around to the other side, you do notice the windows that you know the people that dropped the gems ran and smashed through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of are, are looking out those windows. And I think it's less that you like notice something new and you just are kind of focusing on the fact that these guys who were apparently very like, you know, they were passionate about whatever the fuck they were yelling about seemed to dip so quickly after yelling that thing. Mm-hmm. These, it was, it's just kind of odd to you kind of walking around and thinking about it that these people who were so passionate about what they were screaming just like ran away without a word, without fighting anybody. Like you know, for, knew for a fact that Thora like attacked and hit one and it didn't even return like in kind to deal damage to her. They just ran. And I think you, you kind of start to wonder like how they might've accomplished like disappearing like that, but you don't notice anything new. I think that just strikes you as odd as you notice those broken windows. Okay, I want to go up to a guard. Okay, you walk up to one of the guards. Hello. Sorry, I'm not trying to, like, disturb you. Have you heard any more about what happened here last night? It was a devastating attack made by Austern revolutionaries. We believe it might have been orchestrated by the, the Austern ambassador himself, or he is yet to be recovered after the attack. The man that was there last night? Yes. You remember, I mean, the last, yeah. time, the last time you saw him, you were all still in the building. You yeah. did not see him leave the building after the attack. You didn't see him get killed, but you didn't see him leave, like, out with everybody else. That's the one that was with the Empress? It's the one that was with the Empress that Winnie went and talked to, who seemed, like, upset about Oster. But I I think you would remember, ran up to one of his attendants after they smashed the gems and, like, grabbed them and asked them what they were doing. Hmm. Do you know what the next plan is? Like, what people are going to do since this happened? I cannot speak to military strategies, but we will rebuild the building over time, and the people who caused this will be brought to justice. I am just a street guard. I don't know all the big military moves, but I would guess the the hunt for the insurrectionists has has grown only more tenacious after mm. this brutal, savage attack. Do you think that I um, that I could go in there? I was there last night. I'm not trying to be weird or anything. Make a persuasion check. Nice. <laughs> this is just the exact equivalent of like rolling up to a murder scene and being like, hey, I was in this building last night. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go back in? 12. 12. He goes, um, I mean, absolutely not. I don't know what to tell. I, I, you can say you are in the building. I'm, even if that is true, like I'm, I'm not supposed to let anyone in. Um, unless told otherwise by my commander. So I'm sorry, no. I figured it was a long shot. Have a good day. You too. <laughs> do you want to do anything else, Pam? Could I go over by the water and see if I see anything there? 
Uh, yeah, what are specifically are you looking for? I don't know, just like any rem- remnant, anything that remains from it, anything related to those people that fleed. You kind of have to like kind of scoot your way along kind of like the stone, uh, but you kind of get into that kind of area of the building and start looking around. Make an investigation check. Six. Six. Um, you don't really find a whole lot of anything. You do mm-hmm. find uh, a little bit of blood on the glass near where one of the, the attendants jumped through it. Hmm. But beyond that, you don't... And, like, a little clump of hair, but, like, beyond that, you don't really find anything. All right. Make a... Make it just to make a general insight check for me as you're kind of detectiving around right now so to see if you can kind of deduce anything. 22. Fuck. You're insightful as hell. Something's up, and you're not sure what it is, but you just... You are a... You know, you're a, a, a person of, like, your own principles, and you don't really shirk when it comes to them and you're having a really hard time believing that if the people were so adamant about this cause that they would just run away like that the fact that they just ran off and disappeared the fact that the ambassador didn't seem to understand what they were doing Hmm. the fact that he's now apparently gone Hmm. like there's just some there's some stuff that is troubling if you look into it. You can see why on a surface level, everyone would take this for what it was, but there are just a few things that don't add up and you don't have nearly enough evidence to like figure out what it is. Hmm. But I'm just gonna say as Pim is kind of a, he feels more like a like a gut dude than a like grainy dude. Yeah. Your gut tells you something is off about this and you don't know what, and you don't know if you're gonna be able to solve it today. Hmm. Based on your roles, you, you're like, I don't know if I'm gonna, I have enough to even remotely go on. Hmm. But something's off and it's kind of matching a lot of the, I feel like the vibe that Pim has just gotten from this entire city and a lot of the people who live here. Something is just weird about it. That's as much as you can kind of glean. All right. Well, (laughs) I'll just head back, I guess. Okay. Let's do uh, a bit of a a shopping, shall we? Yes. So you guys all, you guys all come back together. You guys, after gleaning a lot of intense, Revelations from memory, you after doing some snooping and you after getting drunk and then getting rid of a lot of that drunk by just floating in a really cold river. You all are in uh, Legacy Row. Legacy Row is this beautiful long boulevard of white marble and beautiful cobbled stone. It's the same street where you guys um, did the scrying yesterday. Um, Yeah, it's just this beautiful uh, boulevard of shops. The ones that kind of catch your eye, you see there's one um, called Alivana's Rare and Enchanted Armaments. And in the windows, it looks to be like lots of different kinds of enchanted armor and weaponry. You guys see a store called Vitruvius's Magical Vestments. And this one seems to just be like clothes, like cloaks and gloves and boots and necklaces, stuff like that. And then there's a store There's a store called Wondrous Items by Wartigar. This is a smaller store, and it just seems to have weird, like, random items that have no theme whatsoever. There is a store called High Quality Wands and Staffs for the Aspiring Spellcaster. <laughs> and then there's just potion salesmen on the street that are selling, like, uh, potions of healing and, and different things like that. Where would you guys like to go? Uh, I mean, I want to go to all the places. You guys can go everywhere um, and shop with whatever you all. I don't know how much money all of you have. Where do you guys want to go? Vestments? What are those magic clothes? Yeah. Okay, you guys go to Vitruvius's Magical Vestments. I'll just describe the things as you look around. These are the, the things that you find. You think find a thing that looks like just a single glove, a single white sequiny glove, uh, that's called the Helping Hand. It has five charges. For one charge, you can cast Cure Wounds with it. And for two, you can cast Lesser Restoration with it. How much is that? Uh, 500 gold. God damn it. We should do a job. 
you have you have someone who is who is who wants to hire you for something. Maybe he'll give you some extra. But that's like a long trip job. It's not like just go do a little thing with a little beast thing and come back. No, no. So he's a rich dude. He might just give you an advance. Or you could go and try to do a job. Or you could do payment plans or not buy anything. Uh, the, you see this red, beautiful, like, half cape um, called the Cape of the Mountebank. Um, and basically, as an action, you can cast Dimension Door with this. And you disappear in a little puff of smoke and reappear. And that smoke will lightly obscure the space that you just entered. So it makes people, it makes it harder for people to hit you when you arrive in that space. I'm, like, tugging on Winnie's arm. Like, you would look so good in that. <laughs> oh. uh, there is a cap... <laughs> A cap of water breathing. While wearing this cap underwater, you can speak a command word and create a bubble of air around your head, and it allows you to breathe normally underwater. <laughs> so Harry Potter. Potter. Fire. Yeah. There's a metallic circlet called the Circlet of Blasting. While wearing this circlet, you can use an action to cast Scorching Ray with it. And then when you make the spell's attack, you do so with an attack bonus of plus five. That's 300 gold. The Cape of the Mountebank was 1,000 gold. The cap of Water Breathing was 100 gold. There are night vision goggles that are 100 gold. Mm -hmm. There's a necklace of fireballs, which is 3,000 gold, where basically you can detach a bead and throw it, and it basically acts like you're casting the spell fireball. Incredible. There's an item called the robe of useful items, which is a really shabby looking robe that looks like it has a bunch of random patches sewed onto it, which basically you can use an action to detach one of the patches and it becomes the real thing. So like, it has like a patch of like a dagger. So if you rip the patch off the cloak, that dagger would become a real dagger that you could use. This one seems to have like a patch with a dagger on it, a patch with a lantern on it, a steel mirror, ten like a 10 foot pole, 50 feet of hemp and rope, a sack, but it also seems to have some spell scrolls in there, like a patch of a spell scroll that you can't identify. There's a patch that's just a door. There's two patches with ladders, two patches with rowboats. There's just a horse on there. And there are four potions of what look to be like potions of healing on there. I want to guess how much it is. Okay. 5,500 gold. It's 500 gold. Oh. Oh. It sounds so valuable. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It's 500 gold. That's like cheap. Guys, that's a steal for that jacket. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, uh, and that's what's in there. That's what's in the Vitruvius's magical vestments. Uh-huh. You guys can come back if you want to go check out all the stores. Is there a person here? Uh, yeah, there is a, um, a human a human woman, and she's just kind of walking around, and she is just kind of adjusting everything on, like, the mannequins and stuff, and she just kind of gives you a little finger wave as she's continuing to kind of move around. Do you have cool glasses? Cool glasses! Mm-hmm. Just like with dope rims or what? I don't know. I was like imagining like pink sunglasses, like rose. Like tinted glasses. Mm-hmm. I could magically tint your glasses. Really? Could it come on and off? Hmm. For a slightly extra charge, I could do that. How much would it be? Hmm. She's like doing some calculations in her head. I could do that for like a hundred gold. All right. I'll think about it. Okay. Can I help any of you with anything else? Uh, I might be back, maybe. Cool! We really like that coat that has a lot of different patches on ah, it. Ah, yes, the robe of useful items! Yeah, that's a really cool item. Mmm, a steal! For mm-hmm. 500 gold! Seems like it. Can I roll an insight check? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta say, guys, I'm rolling all right today. That's 15. <laughs> yeah, she looks like she's being legit. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm, interesting. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that anywhere else. Well, we pride ourselves on unique items here at Vitruvius's Magical Vestments. Cool. Are all those items one-time use only? Yes, you rip them off the jacket and they become real, but like... 
If it's a dagger, you could get multiple uses out of that. But you couldn't, like, put the patch back on. Nope, you can't put the horse back in the road. That's exactly what I was hoping. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what my mother used to say. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. For some reason, I thought they'd return. No, but, like, a horse is expensive. That's very true. <laughs> well, yeah, just maybe... She's like, guys! But maybe we It's wouldn't. a cool thing! It's a good deal! It's a good deal! It's a fun item! <laughs> but maybe we wouldn't lose the horse if we could put it back on the coat. Yeah. We have a... <laughs> you just guys are looking for a foolproof way of never losing your horses. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> could I put the horse back in the robe? <laughs> <laughs> just put the robe on, on the horse. horse. <laughs> so then we'll really be attached to it because it has something so valuable on him. Okay. I don't want anything from here right now, just because I don't have enough money, but really cool spot. Hmm. Do you know of any places you can go to work? Like, just to get some extra... Ooh, like a job board or something. Mm -hmm. The Indigo Guard are always looking for people to help them in dealing with various problems. All right. (laughs) Well... What? What's up? Are you all right, little gnome? (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just keep thinking of the horse wearing that jacket. A funny image, to be sure. Sorry, go ahead, Pimp. I know it's not really, like, helpful, but I think I would like my glasses to be able to be tinted. Of course. Can I see them? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Kind of walks them up. She, like, knocks on the wall and a little desk falls down. She starts pulling out, like, little powders and stuff. She pulls out, like, a little pink powder. <laughs> Sneezes. She pours it all over the glasses and starts kind of like, and starts like doing some stuff and kind of waving her hands around. You guys are just kind of like sitting there. It goes on for a little too long. <laughs> like it was whimsical and fun and now it's just kind of like, okay. And she goes, and it, she holds up the, the glasses and there you go. You can, you can uh, turn them any color of the rainbow. <gasps> They're perfect. Thank 100 you. gold, please. I give her. 100. Oh! She puts it away. These are really great. Thank you! Vitruvius's work is second to none! I agree. Raiden walks out. Oh! Okay! Bye! Ha! And she <laughs> flounces off. Next door. Wondrous, Wondrous items? items. By so this is a smaller place. little... This is a smaller little store. You guys walk in and there's just like a human man and he goes, Hey! <laughs> Welcome to Wondrous Items by Wardegar. He's Beetlejuice. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I've got a number of different items that might. Is there nothing around that wondrous? we can just see? There's like some glass. There's like glass cases, and okay. it's just kind of. You guys are clearly the only ones in here, and he's like, I've "Got a number of different items. Just give me a. You know, if you've got any questions, I'll be happy to answer any questions you might have." I feel weird about this guy. <laughs> kind of like fades into the shadows. <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, tell me what you got. So there's a stone that seems to be called a good luck stone. Hmm. Um, Basically, while you have it on your person, you get a plus one to ability checks and saving throws across the board. Uh, There's just a bag of beans that's (laughs) labeled bag of beans, and it's a thousand gold pieces. Those are not regular beans. Beans, beans. (laughs) There is a, like a, looks like a backpack called a bag of holding. Nice. Uh, That's 500 gold pieces. Hmm. There's a bag full of just like gray furry spheres called a gray bag of tricks and it's 300 gold. There's just a like strange cube of like clear, like almost like glass, but it looks tougher than that with like different buttons on each side that's called a cube of force and that's 5,000 gold pieces. And then there are three just like little figurines made out of different kinds of stone that are each labeled as a wondrous figurine. There's a fly there's an owl and there's a marble elephant and they're each labeled as 3,000 gold pieces. 
Is he still here? Yeah, can I help you with something? Yeah. He comes out of the shadows. Hey, what's going on? What's the deal with those fuzzy balls? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you child. <laughs> That's a bag of tricks. Here, I'll... Yeah. I've got my own bag of tricks. One second, I'll show you. Yeah, I oh. bet you do. <laughs> That was not Winnie. That was very much Allie. So it's not in canon. It's not canon. He pulls out a bag. This one's rust colored. This is my rust bag of tricks. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing. He rustles in there. He pulls out a little furry ball and he tosses it down onto the ground. And it turns into a mastiff. Just this big dog. (laughs) Hey, look, it's a dog. How do you turn it back? I don't get how that works. Uh, the, it's a fuzzy little ball, and you turn it down, and it turns into a random animal. Why is that useful? You're right. There's nothing useful <laughs> about this big dog. The dog's just like, <gasps> you can get all kinds of things out oh, of different kinds of animals. He's so cute. But also, they're, uh, you can you can telepathic, hey, go over there. And the dog walks <gasps> over to the other side of the room. Is he, like, real? Yeah, he's a real dog. How many hit points does he have? I don't know. I don't have his stats up. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can he, has he use the appropriate stats of the animal? Oh, okay, great, good to know. How many times can he use the ball? Does he just go back in? No, once you once you use the ball, that animal is the animal. Like it doesn't become a fuzzy ball, ball again. Oh, that's why you have a whole bag of them. Mm-hmm. Got how, it. How many balls in the bag? How many balls in the bag? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, they're endless. You can only pull out three at, at three at a time. He like shows you the bag, and there's only two more in there. There's only three, but then the, the next dawn, they, it refills. Yeah, but how much is it? Oh, how much is it? Uh, 300 gold. Let's just get some animals. Some friends for Todd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, can I interest you in any of these items? Yeah, the bag of tricks is pretty cool. I can't spend any of my gold on it right now, but I'd be happy to chip in later when I get more money. You guys want this bag of magic beans? Oh, what's the beans? They've got all kinds of crazy shit they can do. Like, like <laughs> what? Size go wide. Like, size gets so big. Like what? Well, if you plant it down into the ground and wait for a little while, something might happen. Like what? Like what? Uh, one time I planted him, and a tree ant just popped out of the ground, and it was my friend. A tree ant? A small ant? No, a tree ant. It's like a walking, talking tree. Oh, tree a tree <laughs> ant. Okay, got it. Hmm. How much are those beans? Like a thousand. They're a thousand gold, but I'm happy to trade. For what? For what? I don't know. What do you guys got? Nothing. One time I put it down into the ground, and a fucking pyramid grew. There was a mummy inside. Well, ha- now listen. Now, how am I supposed to... How are we supposed to effectively use the magical beans if there's no labels or no way for us to understand whether it's going to be the size of a tree ant or the size of a huge hey, pyramid? Yeah, man, I'm just saying that this is a fun thing if you want to add a little bit of a spice to your life. Also, if you get in a bind, you can throw one of these beans, uh, and they'll explode. But how do we know which bean does which? They all do the same thing. What? <laughs> Well, if you plant them, there's a random effect. But if you throw them at someone, it's universally going to blow up. How much damage does it do? 5d4. Damn. <laughs> Oops. Damn, Mitch. Yeah, damn. Nice. Damn, Mitch. Yeah, a lot of fire. I went through it at a guy. Blew up. And, like, the field he was in set on fire. Look, could, I'm just could, saying. Could it's we a, just it's buy, crazy, like, t- it's ten a, of the beans? No, you got to buy the bag. How many beans are in the bag? There are eight beans in there. And only eight? Only eight beans for $1,000 per store. They're deeply, deeply magical beans. Well, what kind of things are you looking to trade for? I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy. I like to just show me, show me what, what do you have? You ever have prophecy? The drug? Yeah. <laughs> do you have drugs on you? No, I'm just wondering. Anything else you guys want to trade? <laughs> yeah. What about this? 
and I'm gonna conjure a really, really delicate, cute little figurine of a dragon. A little clockwork dragon figure. Yeah, but he's like really fancy and yeah. nice and shiny. Make a persuasion check. And I'm gonna check. go shh. Make a persuasion check. That's bullshit. Are you sure it can't be something related can I to something I'm go? good at? Ooh. You can go. You can go with advantage. I'll let you roll with advantage. Because I'm ooing. <laughs> it's a 19. <laughs> My ooh really sold it. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> also just, you know. i tell you what. Does that last forever? Yeah. Wait. Shit, I haven't used this in a second. It doesn't, huh? I actually thought it did. I wasn't trying I to. I think it fades away. I think it lasts like an hour, maybe. But I don't know. You could lie. She's not much of a liar. He goes, does that last forever? Yeah. That's, that's tight as hell. Yeah, it does. It does? Yeah. Make a persuasion check. With advantage. Because I ooed. 24. Yeah. I'll take that fucking dragon. <laughs> All right, give us the beans. Well, no. Hang on. We're not done here. I'll give you the beans for 300 gold plus the dragon. J- Raiden <laughs> persuaded him so hard that he thinks that dragon is worth... 700 gold. Again, happy to trade. All right. I'm a shady dude, but I don't do drugs. Want those beans? Straight edge. What's going to be more useful, the furry balls or the magical beans? Well, to be fair, we don't know. (laughs) Because we don't know. All right, all right. I'll buy the magic beans. Wait, okay. is there something else that we were interested in? Maybe a little cooler than both of those? You were looking at the great bag yeah. of tricks and the bag of beans. There was also the bag of holding. Those 500. I don't care about the bag of holding. Bag of holding comes in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, Raiden will buy the he, beans. Uh, okay, you're going to buy the bag of beans? Yeah, Raiden's drunk. Okay. He'll buy the beans. You, you give over 300 gold. Yeah. And yeah. you give over the this toy dragon. that goes... He's <laughs> like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Hey, who wants to go play with some beans? <laughs> uh, wait. Yeah, yes, but I want to go just... to the wand store yeah. first. All right, let's go. Oh, yeah, I want to get some health Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, hey. If you ever want to do drugs sometime, hit me up. No, I told you. I'm straight edge. No drugs for this guy. He snorts see? something off the counter. Just <laughs> 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 in full view. Later. Okay, see ya. Fades into the shadows. <laughs> After we get out very, very much out of hearing distance, I'm going to say, Raiden. Yeah, what's up? Let's just hope those drugs yeah. make him high enough that he forgets he ever bought that dragon. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You guys are going to high-quality wands and staffs? Wait, I missed why Raiden is drunk. He's sad. So you go into high-quality wands <coughs> and staffs for the aspiring spellcaster. There's not a whole lot of stuff in here. There's a staff, the head of which is a python, called the Staff of the Python. There's a staff that the uh, the top of it seems to like wither away into like dark black wood. It's called the Staff of Withering. Um, and then there are a shit ton of... What are you doing? Oh my god, you children. <laughs> there's also a bunch of wands just like mounted on the wall. Um, there's staff. <laughs> it's gonna be impossible now! Okay, I can grow up. I'm just, I pictured the um, that exhibit in Fleabag on the wall. Of all the penises? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that's not what you were picturing, <laughs> no. but it's still good. Just sexual okay. things. Yeah, okay, all right, um, here we go. There's Just a wand wands. called the Wand of Binding. <laughs> I didn't say, you did that, you did that. I was that. upset about it. I looked this, up like, this is the first one I'm going to fucking say. This is the There's bonkers. a wand called the Wand of Fireballs. There's a wand called the Wall <laughs> of Lightning Bolt. Uh, there's a wand of Paralysis, a wand of Web. <laughs> Fuck. And the web. two wands, my God. <laughs> and there are you two. You said the Wand of Fireballs. 
Come on. Yeah, it shoots fireballs. It's fucking fucking okay. Perhaps. In the context of the joke. <laughs> okay. All right. I am... There's a wand of web. There's a wand of the war mage, and there's a, a greater wand of the war mage. <laughs> Good. That's good. Right. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, is there anyone around? There uh, is a, a I'm human. Ask a lot of wand related questions, so we I have to There's lock a, it down. a tall, <laughs> kind of reedy, kind of old looking human man, and he comes out and goes, Hello. Is he Ollivander? <laughs> Please, God, tell me he looks like Ollivander from. He looks exactly like Ollivander <laughs> from Harry Potter. Hey, Hello. Hey. What can I do for you? Hello. My name is Winnie. Excellent I... to meet you. You two, what's your name? Bolivander. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make all these wands? I crafted each and every one of these wands and staffs by hand. Wow! Who usually, who are your regular customers? Oh, all kinds of arcanists. Like <laughs> Nadia Kadir <gasps> and her ilk. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Everyone knows that. <laughs> but we just met, so you wouldn't know. Um, anyway, do all these wands have different magical properties? They all do. Different things. <laughs> Winnie jumps a little bit. <laughs> they all have magical properties. Oh, I thought you had more to your sentence. Nope. Um, wow. Okay, so if I have this normal wand, and I pull out my normal, my regular that wand. That is an arcane focus. It focuses your magical power. Uh-huh. These wands contain within them various spells that you may use without expending your daily slots. Wow, and then I pull out my magic missile wand and I say- Like that! Oh, yeah, awesome! Super same, so, just like that. Super same! Have you, did you make this one? Let me look. 13 inches, wand of magic missile. No, I didn't make that. Oh, <laughs> oh well, do you have anything a little cheaper? I'm thinking maybe in the 200 gold range? Something more on the cheap side. Oh. Well, yeah, I didn't mean it like, yeah. No, it's not an indictment of oh, yeah. people have different levels of wealth. Yes. It's not tied to character. Yeah. You can so down on yourself. You can, <laughs> have whatever amount, you can have whatever amount of money you want. You can be whatever person you want to be. Thank you, Bolivander. You're welcome. Oh my goodness, I'm so glad we came in here. Me too. <laughs> anyway, something a little lower on the price range, shall we say. Or maybe something that you're working on that you want a real wizard to go out and test for you in the real world. Test products! Yeah! <laughs> I will have to look into my workshop. But first, let me show you what I have in stock. Okay. <laughs> like, drifts over <laughs> across the store. The cheapest wand I have currently. Well, there's two. He holds up one. This is the wand of web. What does it do? It shoots out webs. Oh, right. This is the wand of the war mage. It just gives you a plus one to your attack bonuses. <laughs> I don't want to knock it. It just doesn't sound as cool as like it shoots webs, but it does. It's actually very nice. I actually wait. Let me check something. Hang on. It's loading. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This one gives a plus one to your spell attack rolls. Also, this staff of the python. Uh-huh, it looks very scary. It's 300 gold pieces. What does it do? You tap it on the ground and it becomes a big old snake. <laughs> <laughs> a big old snake. He wasn't sure what he was going to say. <laughs> big old snake. Oh, there's too many decisions. Hmm. There's a lot of cool shit in here. Yeah. Okay, what was the other staff? The, the staff of withering. Are you a... Uh, <laughs> 
Are you a cleric or a druid or a warlock? I'm a wizard. Ah, uh, you can't use this. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, it's very Bummer. specific about the kind of people that, that can use it. All right, well, here's the thing. Yeah. I need to really get some other items that are priority, like some health potions and things, but I will come back. And in the meantime, what if you look around for some cool things that you want someone to go test out? And, and maybe I could, I could test something out for you. I have an idea. Okay. One moment. Let me go. You guys are just like watching all this, or are you guys like just looking like, at these wands? One moment. Everyone just in these yeah. stores. There's like 15 minutes of just blank space. Okay. And then he comes back out. All right, here's something super dope. <laughs> I'll let you take it for a complete steal if you'll just, next time you're in town, tell me the weird shit that it's doing. Okay. Well, it sounds a little bit um unstable. That's putting it lightly. Oh my goodness! Just kidding. Okay, what is it? Pulls out this wand that's just covered in like colorful jewels and like the end of it, like the last three inches, has like almost little mini wands like sticking out, almost like a little branch. This, I have no fucking clue what this is. <laughs> I call it the Wand of Wonder. No, mm. so you could just call it the Wonder or the, the Wander. Wonder. That's pretty good. <laughs> Anyway, here's Wonder Wand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, you can use an action to point this at something, use a charge, and then something random will happen. Wow. Yeah. How much is it? I'll give it to you for like 50 gold. <gasps> but you have to promise to use it and write to me about the weird shit that it does. Okay, are you sure that nothing really bad is going to happen? I don't fucking know. Oh it's a goodness. fucking weird-ass wand. Where'd you get it? I poured a shit ton of arcane magic in it, but I was drunk off my ass when I did it. <laughs> I don't remember quite what weird shit I put in here. All right. Let's just try it one time. Cool. Here's the wand. Okay, You have I to attune to it, so we should hang out for like 20 minutes before <laughs> you use it. You kind of take some time. Yeah, this wand is weird as fuck, but it's okay, wait, kind of interesting. As Allie, you need to promise me I'm not gonna like die if I use this. I'm not gonna promise you that. So you spend 20 minutes kind of attuning to the wand of wonder, and he goes, Alright. <laughs> Let's go out back and see what weird fucking shit ends up happening. <laughs> it's like Yucca, but like like dude version and like kind of on the opposite end of Okay. <laughs> just, Let's go. the same. Energy. You go into the backyard and you see this just this long stretch of like 50 feet of grass and then there's like a little target. Point the wand at the target and let's see what kind of weird whack-ass shit happens. <sighs> okay. I'm going to conjure five pairs of safety goggles for my friends. <laughs> for my friends everyone, and the guy. Everyone puts on safety goggles. What's his name again? Standing behind Oh, Ball yeah. Ball Ball that's right. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go. Everybody ready? So the wand has seven charges. You can expend one charge to create an effect. Here we go. Cool. Take a big deep breath and swirls a couple times and points her wand. Cool. Roll a d100. 19. Okay. Uh, this massive gust of wind just erupts from the wand and and just like blasts the statue, the, the target, and it kind of flies through the air and hits the opposite wall. And Balanda goes, whoa! <laughs> Fuck yeah! I didn't know it could do that. Do it again! Okay, I'll try it one more time. You want to spend a, a second charge? Okay. Do it again! <laughs> Roll a d100. 53. You, this little beam of like blue light 
and hits the target, and it doubles in size. Whoa! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Lots of weird shit in that wallet. <laughs> well, I think I should get it. What do you think, guys? Yeah! Sure. Okay, cool. And you said I could get it for 50 gold. Correct. Okay, I'll take it. And I take Dope. 50 gold out of my bag and I give it to Bolivander. <laughs> <laughs> Dope! No. I'm gonna go back to working in my workshop. What did you say your name was? Winnie. Winnie, my champion in the world. <laughs> Go forth and do crazy fucking things. I will! And I high raise five. my wand over my head, and then I give you a <laughs> high five. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Drifts off into the back. <laughs> we all done shopping? Yeah. Okay. The day is kind of rounding to a close. You guys are, are you guys going to go back and talk to Lord Anthony Fulton? Or are you guys going to have a discussion oh, yourself shit. about yeah, what you want to do? We should so, chat. Yeah, what do we do? Like, where are we? Uh, we can say you guys went back to the guest house and you're up in, like, a room just to discuss some stuff if you'd like. You guys kind of make your way. Can um, you bring Todd with us? Yeah, Todd is Todd has just a bunch of bows in his mane and his tail, and he happily trots up the stairs and is kind of hanging out in the room with you guys. You look great, Todd. Hey, thanks, You look man. in better spirits. I do feel better. I've, mm. I've been in kind of a bad mood since I became a pony. Mm. But the bows... Bows make things feel, I feel better hmm. about the bows. I actually wanted to talk to you guys. I don't know what you guys are planning on doing. I don't know if I want to keep going on dangerous adventures with all of you guys. Todd! Look. No! no hey, it's not because I don't like you guys. I love you guys. Like, Raiden, you saved me from a crazy old woman. And again, I'm not blaming you guys. Since I met you, I have died twice. <laughs> <laughs> And both times have been really brutal, like bad ways to go. And I love you guys, and I want to be here, and I can maybe help out here in the city. But I, I don't feel like I bring anything really to the table vis-a-vis fighting monsters and doing daring acts. I'm a little horse. <laughs> if, it if it weren't for you flying into that cave, we wouldn't have had the upper hand in that fight. Okay, well, here's my rebuttal. I don't, I didn't know that you had the upper hand in that fight, because I was dead. <laughs> right now, this I've got this thing going where I guess I get a new form when I die, but again, that's predicated on me dying, and I am going to say, now I have been shot with an arrow, and I've been burned alive, and I remember what that felt like, oh, and it was no. real bad. That's and I want to hang out with you guys, and if you guys want to go and have non-combative adventures where you just kind of walk around and maybe like the biggest conflict we get into is like, that dress was too expensive. Or like that guy over there is kind of being oh, rude. Oh, Todd, look at my new wand. And I take it out and I show him. Whoa, that's rad. I know, right? No, this is the thing. I'm into all of this, but I am currently a little horse. And the only way for me to be maybe a more helpful animal, and again, that's a big maybe, is if I die. And I don't want that to happen again. I, I think that's fair. Um, but I'm like... Fun. I don't want to abandon you guys, I want to be helpful, but I'm just, I think the reason I was in such a bad mood when I became a horse was because I burned alive. I don't know, I, I like, you know, I was here today and, and I was comfortable and we weren't, you know, on the move all the time and I wasn't afraid that I was gonna get burned alive and Josiah was like putting bows in my hair and I don't know, I felt kind of like nice and content. I'm just saying that I don't want to be scared of dying all the time I want to be more of a help, but I don't think I can be more of a help in the going on adventures and killing monsters department. Don't you want to find out what happened to you in the first place? 
Yeah, man. Get revenge or something like that. Well, no, I think that, you know, the idea of vengeance is just a toxic one that just eats your brain out from the inside. Woof. Oh, like, I feel if I live my entire life trying to get revenge <laughs> on the people who curse me to be multiple animals upon my death, that's all I would think about. And then eventually, yeah, maybe I do get revenge, but then, like, what's next? You know? If I define myself only on one other per- on another person, what happens when that person's gone, you know? So I'd rather just be a horse that's slowly piecing together their strange past. But again, like, I don't know what you guys are planning on doing, but I feel like no matter where you go, there's going to be like a big monster (laughs) and you're going to all fight it and you're going to be shooting spells at it. And Pim, you're going to be cutting it with your cool sword and Thor is going to be going into a rage. And I'm probably going to get like squished or eaten alive or again, burned alive. And then I might become like, like a super cool lion, but I could also become like a harp seal or I could also just be dead. Forever. I like you guys a lot. You guys are, are my just my best friends in the whole wide world. But I'd rather do stuff for you. Like, like re- I could, I'd like to read. I could do, like, research for you. Or I could, like, keep an eye, like an ear to the ground in here, Investor. It's been on my mind for a while. And I feel like if you keep secrets from your best friends, again, that's just something that eats you from the inside out and just things turn toxic and rough and bad. And I just want to be honest with you that I'm nervous to go and, and go on adventures with you guys because I'm not a cool armored war horse. And again, dying oh. just sucks. Listen. It sounds like you've thought about it a lot, Todd. I yeah. just feel, you shouldn't feel any obligation to I, us. I just feel bad because yeah, again, to me. You're, you guys are my best friends and I, I feel I want, want to contribute, but I just... Todd, mm-hmm. do you have a home here? Are they willing to sit here and braid your hair and tie bows into your beautiful mane I mean, all day, forever? Nasif told me that Josiah was looking to get a pony before I showed up. I guess Josiah's like a big equestrian and likes horses and ponies and stuff. Okay. You don't have to convince me. I think it makes a lot of sense. Just want to make sure that you have somewhere to go. No, I, I wouldn't say this if I didn't feel like I would be safe here. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because I care about you guys a lot. But I'm just... I'm just tired of dying. We won't make you do anything you don't want to do, Todd. Yeah, Todd, you're you're your own person. I am my own horse. <laughs> That's what I meant. Well, I'm sorry to bring everything down. I just I just wanted to tell you guys what I was feeling and that I love you guys and maybe we can figure out a way. Maybe like someone has like some magical rocks and we can talk to each other that way or, you know, we can figure out a way to hook back up somewhere else where we don't have to worry about like monsters and stuff. Well, since that's settled, <laughs> just kidding. I'm not gonna like leave the situation. Well, you, um, don't, you don't have to hang out and talk with us. No, I want to hang out with you guys. Yeah, we, I think we were gonna maybe get together and talk about whether we're taking on our next job. Is that right, guys? Do you want to have a quick? Yeah, meeting? we'll take yeah. on the job, whatever. Well, I just wanted to ask what happened earlier with the gems. Oh my gosh, you guys! I can't even believe I completely forgot to tell you. Okay, uh, Doxy and I basically witnessed the. Be- I was there too. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm yes. Um, and Layla. Y- yep, I'm sorry. <laughs> Doxy, she was just sitting next to me, so I kept looking at her. Doxy and me and Thora and Layla were in there, and we basically witnessed the beginning of mortality. 
And normally the story just ends at, and then they were given the gift of mortality and they went off and they lived, you know, and, and then that's how creatures and people and humans and, all, and everyone started to have lifespans, right? But in, in the memory that we witnessed, it was from Valoria's memory, the dragonborn from the Eternals. Yeah, and she was standing there after, I mean, all of this stuff happened. At, like this incredible battle between giants and dragons. Like we can get into all that later, but like at the end of it. Wait, 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 wait. Battle between giants and dragons? Oh yeah, like like the dragons very clearly seemed to rally together that fighting giants was a good thing at one point. And at first it seemed structured like it was actually war, but then it turned into the dragons ordering the dragonborn to go in and mercilessly kill dragons like in their homes. And, sorry, yeah, mm-hmm. giants. And like slaughter their families and Valoria didn't want any part of it and neither did a lot of dragonborn so they all after fled. a certain amount of time yeah. they were definitely on board at the beginning yeah but i, I don't think they knew because because i think at first it was set up as like a like they were yes. at war and so like clearly the giants were also a willing participant in that i, I don't know what they were disagreeing over but you it, know it seemed sort of like the dragonborn and the giants were the original races like as i was watching it it was like those are the only two types mm. of creatures for lack of a better term that we were seeing and it seemed like they were in this war to determine like who the great power of the land was and they were all there the chromatic dragons were there and the metallic dragons were there and they and they were fighting like she said in a definite war and all the dragonborn were fighting with them and at this time we were watching Valoria she didn't have her tattoo yet she was just early and like she was a, a tattoo she was a bad ass warrior too she was like in there in the action and and then the silver dragon chandi like stood up to all of the chromatic dragons and said this is not right we have led you astray or something yeah yeah and basically told them all to run yeah they tried yeah so then uh, valoria became a refugee and led all of these people back to esterlin where she tried to come home and she kept reassuring them all you need to do is come home and they tried and Goran Mistin, who we all know from if you've read about the dynasties at all of the Dragonborn from the Mistin dynasty, he was like, she, she, she was there and they couldn't get into their home. And then they had this battle, all these refugees against all these other Dragonborn. And then Valoria died. What? Like a spear through her chest. We saw it, right? Mm-hmm. And then we saw this other vision of her basically in the underworld or whatever. The yeah, where, where we were when we took the like that portal of like the boat that Cordelia mm-hmm. brought us on from the Temple of Boss. It, it was that. And Boss was there. And then she said, who would wish to forsake the gift? And we saw Valoria raise her hand. And then all the people who were there, which was so many people, they disappeared. And who was left holding their hands was the eight, was the Eternals. Forsake the gift? What does that mean? I don't know. That's the part of the story that I've never heard. That's why I asked if you knew Death's birth, because we all know the story of how mortality was created. It all matched up. But I've never heard of anyone raising their hand and saying, no, I'm good. I don't want mortality. So those eight, they're, they're like immortal, which I think we already kind of conjectured and realized but i didn't know it was that way and i didn't i didn't know at all she just raised her hand so patient and those were the people who were remaining when boss took the others away essentially so wow that's pretty cool to be at the birthplace of mortality we still have the stones you could go back and watch it if you wanted 
What about the other one? The other one was, was sort of badass fight. Yeah, it of, was of the Eternals. Like they, mm-hmm. they were fighting a, a monster in this town and, and saving people and getting rid of bad shit. And honestly, it was just inspiring of like how to be a badass team and have a lot of power. And they just knew how each other worked and. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. And it, yeah, it was kind of just them working together. And that memory was really clear. So I think the thing is with those memories that sometimes when you're when you're remembering something, you're remembering a memory. So it can kind of make it a little clouded. And we that was the way that it looked too when we saw it. It was cloudy in the first memory, but really clear in the second. Because the, the attendant told us that it was like a whole bunch of different people's perspective of it. So that with all of that combined together, it made it really clear. So... These guys have been together since forever. And I guess when we finished looking at the memories, my big question was, what tore them apart? Because this is obviously something that if you went through this with people and you're bound by sort of this gift from Boss, you can't ever fully extricate yourselves from each other. I wonder what Boss thinks. Yeah. Of them being split up. That's a good point. I wonder if Cordelia knows about this legend or story or real. She's never mentioned it. Yeah. Seems like no one really knows. Yeah, it's not in any of the books. Yeah. That's why these memory gems are so cool. Some of these things are never written down. So yeah, all of that. Oh man, my head is just swimming with information. Yeah, that's a lot. All right, so should we go kill something or what? That's what well, we're doing, right? I'm, um, I wanted to mention something. I went back to the Quran, 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 Quran. How do you say Quran. <laughs> um, and just to see if anything was different from last night, and there wasn't really obviously anything left to investigate. But when I went to where those people <laughs> fleed, it started to dawn on me how weird it was that if these people kind of did this act, why they didn't fight for it at all, and why they just fled and didn't even defend themselves in any way whatsoever. And I, I don't know, this is, I don't really like to be a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but part of me wonders if it was staged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To put uh, people roster, like, to make them seem like the bad people. Maybe it was a distraction. Who, who, who would you think would do something like that? I, thought... I don't know, maybe the Empress? Maybe someone there? It seemed like they were pretty she... surprised by it. Yeah, she seemed terrified, though. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, definitely everyone was surprised there, and everyone didn't seem like they were expecting it. But it just struck me weird. My instinct was that this was just a horrific act of, of terrorism. But sometimes things aren't that simple. So I think it's important to consider all the possibilities. And who knows? I don't know any of these people, you know? So I guess that that guy is missing, though, the ambassador. What? They said he was missing. And they assumed it was him that staged it all, even though he seemed surprised. He, yeah, he was really, seemed really surprised to and me. And they heard from him? No, they, they think find he, him. yeah, they can't find him. Which is why I thought it was extra weird, and maybe not what it seems. He just seemed sort of tired and bummed out, which I guess in my head I was like, I understand, your place was just taken over. That makes sense. And I didn't really know what to push for, I guess. Um, but the, the four men who were around him, guarding him, were... Definitely, like, checking in on him. Like, they they weren't... They seemed pretty aware of, like, what he... Of of his state and whereabouts and stuff. Like, they were connected for sure, but... I don't know. Maybe we could try to find the Empress and see if she's found anything out. I don't know why she would talk to us. (laughs) But it's... talk to Josiah and get that job done that we were doing. Yeah, we we have to figure that out. We have to give him an answer by tonight. 
I say, yeah. Yeah, how do you... I mean, I think it sounds like a great job. I think we have to be prepared by the fact that this is some huge mystery. Like, I, I imagine there will be entrapments or something. Like, I just... I know that it will be dangerous, is what I'm saying. We've, we've also heard a lot about this Redditch and never met them. And I don't know how reliable they're going to be. I know that all they want is access to those scrolls. And I want to make sure that we also get to see them too. And yeah. I'm going to say this right now. If there is a mystical item in that room that looks like it's something pertaining to what we need and someone sees it, like before, like immediately when we walk in, just take it and hide it. Because if that's the one thing that Anthony wants... Honestly, that's why I feel weird about this whole situation. <laughs> like, it just seems... I mean, maybe it's better if we are there rather than someone else dealing with it, but seems like he knows more about it than we... He's letting on. Mm. One object he conveniently can take. No question. Just strikes me weird. I agree. And I... As I, I think I probably said, I'm very wary of her having access to mm -hmm. all... The scrolls. Mm -hmm. And he did say he'd give us access to that too, but that doesn't really mean anything if she snatches up what she wants and won't let us see it or something. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Just from what we've heard about this Redditch, I, I don't know. But just the vibe I have so far is that it's more about the thrill of, of going to do it rather than possessing something. I don't feel that way about Antony. But I feel like hers is the thrill of like finding the thing versus having something where he clearly likes to collect something and keep it. I don't know for sure. It's just the vibes that I've we just noticed don't. so far. And But that's the truth. We just don't know. Yeah, we just don't know who she's working <clears throat> with or for. And with all of the recent kind of uncovering of all of these weird organizations like The Embrace and um, a couple others. And she looks pointedly at Thora because she overheard her talking about a cult. Um, the I just. Gales? The Nightingales. <clears throat> uh, we what do you just know don't, about them, Winnie? I don't know anything. I didn't do any research in the library. I was planning on it later. But I did hear you mention them. Well, I think it's probably... Let's wrap this up, and then it's probably a good idea that... She's going to look at Raiden. That we share what we know. Okay. Why are we talking about this? Well, let's finish this conversation first, and then... Because we're trying to decide if we want to work with Anthony. Why are we talking Anthony. about the Nightingales? Well, we'll get there. Because there is some group that some people could be working with. I'm just saying, <laughs> there's a lot of groups like that in the world, and we don't know who's working for whoever. So, I, I mean, we used to be working for one of them, too. And I, I do have to say, she had some kind of connection to Raph. And, like, here, here's, yeah. here's some things that are appealing to me, that she has some kind of connection to Raph, and maybe that could help something or give us some information about what happened. Also, wherever this place is, it doesn't have really, really old stuff in it, right? What if that has something that could be worthwhile for the Eternals or for that cause? Or just in general, to have a lot of money. <laughs> I, I think it's risky, but I think we should do it. It seems better if we were there than someone else, I guess. I agree. And to be honest, he knows we have this other piece. Even if he's not someone who's going to send other people to take it from us, who's to say this Redditch wouldn't or someone else. So again, I think it's better that we do it now when we have a choice. Todd goes, I don't, you know, you guys can make whatever plans you want. I will say Lord Anthony Fulton gave me an apple today and I didn't even ask for it. Yeah. Have you noticed anything? Like, does it seem like a really solid dude? What have you, what do you feel about kind of him well, uh, and his character in general? perception check for Todd. 
Nat 20 for Todd. Oh. Uh, Todd goes, uh, I mean, I've only been hanging around today, but like, he seems like a nice guy, like he gave me an apple. <laughs> you mentioned that. I just thought it was worth mentioning twice. Um, <laughs> he goes, no, he seemed kind of cool. He was nice to all of the, the people who work here. He's really nice to Nassif. He's been talking to, he was talking to some people. I guess he has some kind of like communication stones to talk to people that work for him or whatever. I mean, like, like Josiah had kind of like a coughing fit earlier today. Yeah. And like Anthony like went and like got him like some water and like sat him down and was really like sweet. He's a cool dude. Well, at least he's been cool to me. And yeah, he gave me an apple. It's hard to know who we can trust these days, but we know we can trust each other, right? Yeah. What if we like, I don't know if he told us not to do this or something, but what if we talked to Burke and maybe Sierra and said, hey, we're going on this trip. I don't know if something really big and major is in this location. Hmm. Probably some other people know. Oh yeah, but we're not gonna know the full location until we meet up with her. And he said he hasn't even heard from her in a couple of weeks, I think. Like, what if something happened to her and she's not even there anymore? Well, my final thoughts are, if we don't do this, what's our next step? Well, I think there's a few things on the table. I have this marker that I'd like to cash in sooner rather than later. At least that's what they told me to. And uh, we got some giant stuff to do. Yep. That we could definitely use everyone's help on. What is that for again? The giant stuff? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. Uh, it's for the person who saved mine and Thora's life. But like, what are we doing? Uh, she just wants to reunite the giants and become queen again. That feels really sketchy to me after learning that information. Yeah, what did you do any, any about research? the dragons and the giants? What? That the dragons were killing all the giants? Well, I mean, as we know, like wars don't have one side of the story. Both well, parties no. play into it. Well, Roger's not trying to fight back against the dragons. She's trying to fight back against the giants that killed her. Did and you, did, did you do any research on that? Yeah, when we were in uh, the library? I found out about the giants specifically and who they are and and what they want, and I also found out exactly what happened to the history of the giants, uh, stuff like that. I found out about their hierarchy. Wow. So that's what she wants to do. But she wants to be queen? Well, because she wants to lead her people to a better future, yeah. Look. I don't know, I just feel really weird about history, and, <laughs> and I've read a lot of history books, and I just feel like it's increasingly apparent that the history we're told isn't necessarily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I've told you guys about this before, and I've told you that I'm doing it, no matter what. Sure. And so, you guys don't have to come along, but that's what I'm doing. Oh, so you're saying you're completely out of this deal and you're doing that instead? No, I don't mean now. But if you guys aren't on board, then yeah, I'm gonna leave. Okay. If you guys aren't on board with doing this, then I mean, I'm doing it no matter what. Gotcha. But I don't think Raiden would make you do something if you weren't on board for it. Yeah, whatever. What's your problem? I don't have a problem. Sounds like you do. I don't. Okay. Give you a chance to talk about it. Just have this weird feeling that, like, nothing is what it seems, you know? And it's hard, it's hard to trust your instincts or your information when you feel that way. I agree. I mean, I've felt that way since we left uh, Landlock, right? That's where we were from. <laughs> i felt that way since, since we left Landlock, and it's just, like, weird. It's hard to believe anything you're told. Or what you think. I don't know. Yeah, well, Ragya saved my life. And Thora's. 
I'm just saying it's complicated, all right? Well, it's not you know, for me. We don't have that same experience as you, so we're not, of course we're not going to feel the same way about that as you are. All right? right, well, what are you saying then? Are you guys just going to... No, I said I'm undecided about it. It's just a general feeling of not knowing how to feel about things. Well, we have to decide soon whether or not you're going to come with me on this. You don't have to support Ragya or her cause, but you have to support me if you're going to be with me. If you're going to be my friend. It's just voicing how I was feeling, so... I, yeah, I mean, I choose to make a decision out of that or not. The second we left Raph's and, you know, escaped, we went down into a hallway where Raph and whoever and whoever were doing all kinds of research about something that we know nothing about. I mean, and we thought, I thought I knew him. And and I thought he knew me. And, and, and there, I guess what I relate to with what Pim is saying is that you never really know the full truth, truth of something, even if you think you saw it with your own eyes. Yeah, trust me, I understand that. So it, I get it. Pim, and I think that's all Pim's trying to say. It's hard. It's hard to know what the most important thing is when you're not sure all the information you've been given is even right. Yeah. There's a knock on the door. God damn it. I heard you were here, and I was wondering if you could have a word. Whose voice is that? Antony's. Sure, come on in. Open the door. I don't mean to intrude, but I was going to have dinner with Josiah downstairs, and you are all invited to come and eat with us if you'd like. was also hoping at some point tonight we could further discuss my proposition for you. There wasn't really a rousing affirmative or, or negative from you guys about what you were feeling, so I'm happy to answer any questions or queries you might have, but I just wanted to know where you were all, where you all stood on that. It's the very thing we're deciding. I don't want to color your decision, so if you have any questions for me, um, I'm happy to answer them. When would we do it? I would like, and we, I, I suppose this is up for debate, to go as, for to send you as swiftly as possible, I feel like the longer Redditch goes quiet is the longer something bad could happen to her. I have access to the teleportation circle that links Svan Hill and Alarok, so I would send you straight to the city of Alarok in Oster uh, to begin looking for Redditch. There would be a ship waiting in the harbor. I have a number of mages and warriors in my employ, um, including an interested member of the Ornithi. Who? Um, <laughs> uh, their name is Mockingbird. Hmm. They will then travel with you by ship once you've collected Redditch to a predetermined rendezvous point. We will join the keys together and we will all go to the cask together. I, I, will, I will be present. Um, Josiah will be here and um, I will have Nassif with me as well. I'm leaving the majority of my staff here um, to attend to my husband. Is there any other questions or concerns I can quell? I can absolutely understand if you don't want to do this, but I... Um, what are you going to do if we don't? I suppose I can't do anything. You don't have another project you're working on? Something well, else you're I'll researching? I'll move on, but something specific to this. I cannot access the secrets that lie within that vault without both pieces, and I am not going to try to steal it from you. I don't know if this is any comfort, but I have a wide variety, a wide network of people who feed me information. And if I wanted that key and was interested in stealing it or taking it violently from you, I might have already done that. I understand your qualms. You do not know me. 
I understand Cordelia spoke with you a, a, a little bit before she left, but um, I would hope that maybe her endorsement of how I helped her on her journey would give some endorsement to my, my honor. I am an ambitious man, and I am a man who very much wishes to find this place, but I wish to do so with partners. I believe that we can all benefit from what we find there. Can I roll an insight check? Yeah. Eleven. Eleven? Um, he seems very earnest in everything he is saying. I have one more question. Is there a certain object that you're looking for that you expect to be there? Let's roll a general charisma check with advantage for me. I hate that one. I jinxed it. Even though all my... Oh, you said with advantage. Five. Five? <laughs> I know. What a bummer. He goes, um, this is a place that lives and exists only in legends and rumors. There is an item that is rumored to be there. I do not know 100% if it is. That is why I asked for one item indeterminate until I arrive there. If it is not there, then I will try to find, I suppose, the next best thing. And he kind of, he kind of catches himself when he says it like that and goes, something that could equal what that other object could provide for me. And what are you hoping that would be? I, I hope you understand. I'm trying to make sure you're not, you know, trying to get a giant bomb to blow up the world. Or if something. I wanted a giant bomb to blow up the world, I would pay to have it made. So what would this be, then? What benefit? Make a charisma check. <laughs> That's a natural 20. <laughs> um, you kind of connect with him, not really verbally, but just kind of like you look into each other's eyes and there's a moment where you see something kind of break. And he goes, um, mm -hmm. my husband is very sick to the point where healers and clerics cannot remove the illness. Things have recently taken a turn for the worse, and I have heard in rumors and legends that Elusia was a city of great healing and arcane magic. I have heard that Vardrun was a collector and a powerful mage, and in some of the legends he had items of immense power that could change reality to a point where healing magic could not, specifically a iron cask with a gin inside. My deep hope would be to find that cask and use it to remove this illness from my husband and keep him from an untimely young death. But if it's not there, as I have said, there is a very good chance that it is not. Perhaps there is an item or a scroll that will give me a clue toward furthering my ends and, and saving my husband. I do not care about the money, but before everything is broken down to its monetary value, I will find the thing that will give me my best chance at saving my husband's life. I can get behind that. There is a lot that can be gained from finding this cask. That is my one selfish purpose behind this. Have you asked any member of the Ornithi or Nadia herself for help in finding this item before? The concept of a genie in a bottle, which is what this is, is a story that is found more in myth hmm. than in reality. I have accrued the support of various arcanists, as I have mentioned, and in fact, one interested member of the Ornithi has yeah. joined my ranks. They are coming 
for the initial pitch that I gave you last night, the opportunity to discover some possibly the greatest archaeological discovery of our time and to discover the secrets of what happened to Alusia. My husband's illness is not publicly known. By his request, I would ask that you don't spread his illness and the stories of it around. Certainly, of course. He's very intent to all of you, and the kind of intimidating side of his kind of visage kind of comes forth when he says that. Like, Can I roll an inside check? Don't fuck with my fucking husband's wishes. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve, yeah, he seems to be very intent and truthful. Okay. Do you think... I hate to even ask this. Normally I don't think I'd even care, but if we find it, do you think we can be there when he cast it? I see no harm in you being present when I wish a disease away from my husband. All right. Well, really appreciate <laughs> you answering these questions. Um, maybe uh, we'll confer and, and see you at dinner? Well, hopefully I will speak to you at dinner with uh, an answer one way or not another. And he turns around and walks out and closes the door. Oh, I feel for this guy. <laughs> well, that's all I needed. I'm on board. I'm in too. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to episode 42 of Adventures in Questing. It's been kind of a weird week, huh? But there is a silver lining to this self-isolation thing, for me at least. I'll have way more time to work on the podcast now, so hopefully that means more content and no more delays for the foreseeable future. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to our latest Patreon subscribers, Devin and Kate. Thank you both so much for your support. And to everybody else, stay safe and healthy out there, and we will see you again soon on Adventures in Questing. There's not a storekeeper in here right now. Oh. Uh, the bell, the bell has tink, like tink, tink, and you are walking around. That's tink, the sound. Tink, of, tink. The bell makes a bad, weird tink, sound. Tink, tink. You open the door, and the bell goes tink, 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 tink. <laughs>